Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, France Press Edition, kids. He's back. He's back from, where were you? Was it vacation? What were you doing down there? Fat camp. Is that what it was? Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. What'd you drop? I don't know. Yeah. We don't go in pounds. Two, three hundred pounds? Yeah. What do you got? By hand sizes? No, it's just, you know, it's shape. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you go from, like, grimace shape to Achilles shape. Okay. Yeah. And where are you at right now, you feel? Uh, Mid-Achilles. Mid-Achilles right now. Okay. Okay. I like that. I've got, like, Ned Flanders going on up here. I didn't yeah. know if you guys were getting focused up. Like, whenever, you know, Marcus is involved, Marcus Luttrell is involved, mm-hmm. you never know what it is. No, nope, because him and I both drag each other to the weirdest shit. Yeah. Uh, so are you allowed to talk about it or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where did you guys go? It's Exos. It's in Pensacola, Florida. Like, it, you know, Marcus has been going for 14 years. Mm-hmm. He goes once a year. Yep. It's... Uh, oh, shit. Melanie was talking about his wife. Eagle Fund. Yeah. Is something Marcus... Had had kind of helped kick off way back when, and it's to fund uh, veterans to go through this this program. It's just it's all just kind of training how to how to cater to your injuries if you if you have wear and tear and things like that, and like how to how to get mobility back. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, do you have wear and tear? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What do, what do you guys specifically work on there? Like for somebody like you, <clears throat> I know him. Uh, he and his wife actually told me about this uh, one night. Uh, what What are you training specifically that you were injured? Well, we were in? doing all around. I'm not like it's just yeah, yeah. My shoulders are shot from jumping, and my hips f- fucking wrecked from jumping. <laughs> yeah. Do they pay you to do this? Does the government give you like a stipend or anything? And no. I'm like, hey, no, or, or, or is it when you just come home like you're on your duty own? Duty people when they're when they're retiring, they can apply to to go through. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But you got to skip the line. I, I, you didn't apply, did you? No. No, no. no we went, you know, <laughs> and made a and made a sizable donation to the Eagle Fund. Sure. Why not? <laughs> of course. Hey, they took care of me there. I loved uh, the staff there was awesome. Like, it was fun. That's it great. And time. how long does it last usually? We just go for two weeks. The The program for retirees is four weeks. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, he said it was about a month. Yeah. So he says he spends a month out of the year there. Um, getting worked on and stuff like that. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should take D'Anthony with you, you know? I yeah. can. No. I'm all set. <laughs> no, no. You would you would be astonished. At what exactly? Th- what they teach you. I'm sure it's great. I just don't care. He, yeah. He would love it. Da- I, Look it, at it on his face. If there was a, a hotel where he could get high and play video games and then that was the trip, I think that would be fun. Are you playing games? Not really. I just get high and stare at the fucking wall. Yeah? yeah, yeah. You're done with video games these days? Not done. I just not 
nothing really interests me anymore. New Diablo's coming out soon. Uh, I never really got into that. What's right. your jam? I like um, I like sports games. I really enjoyed the Assassin's Creed games as well. Those were good. I'm in Valhalla right now. Uh, yeah, I recommend it. I played it. Okay, it's you're good. in it. No, I'm like playing. I'm oh, oh! I was like, dude, yeah. are you in the fucking game? No, no. What was because cool. we we had Rudy Reyes on yeah. last week, and he's, he's like, dude, Call he's in Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. I didn't he's believe Rudy. it. Rudy, I, I understand that, but it's like still, hey, dude, you're in the fucking game. He's like, yeah, I'm in, the, I'm in the game. Um, what what I recommend is you watch the Last Kingdom, mm-hmm. the series, and then play Valhalla at the same time because it takes place in the same place at the same time. So you feel like you're killing people out there. It it, it just it, it's like it lets you explore what you're watching in the show. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. By the way, I'm uh, I love this Keaton IQ. I know these guys are sponsors. I don't I don't know if they're on today or not. I usually start with a shot and I forgot to. <clears throat> Whose glass is this? Is this your dirty little glass, Delco? Yeah, I couldn't find the uh kind of shot glass it comes with. So it's just, fine. It's, yeah. this is a Dringin' Bros shot glass. We actually sell these on dringinbros.com. So I like that. Uh, Bob, can I trust where his mouth was? Uh, you can trust where it's been, not where it's going. Okay. Yeah, I have a feeling he's he's in for a weekend. Well, you know he's going to a sex club, I right? I do. Yeah. Well, we, we, we talked about it. Are you yeah. familiar with quantum entanglement? Mm-mm. So um, quantum entanglement is this quantum physics principle where if two atoms or two quarks or whatever subatomic particle come into contact with one another, they can then communicate instantaneously over any amount of distance well recently we found that they also can transmit information to the past although we can't really figure out why or how it works or anything like that okay but it is the case so um there's a chance that he could pre-give you herpes herpes from the future or from the past so if he well from the future so if this sex club is anywhere near like the large hadron collider or anything like that I, you may want to fucking get your mouth washed. Right. Well, yeah. The past, present, now. and future are all happening at the same time. Well, that is actually true. I don't want yeah. to go down a fucking rabbit hole here. Um, can do, Can somebody bring me... Oh, here, I can use this book. Um, what so, book is that? doesn't matter. We'll shout out the book. It's uh, Saving Aziz by Chad Robichaux. Okay. It's a good book. Um, Chad tastes nice. Yeah, it does. This sure does. is... Um, so... We're thir- three-dimensional, right? Mm-hmm. Up, down, back, forward, left, right. Um, Z, X, and Y space. Correct, yeah. So the I, I guess you could say the next, um, the next dimension above us would be four-dimensional. Mm-hmm. There would be an extra dimension. And you can, you can visualize that by thinking about what two-dimensional is. It's just a f- flat sheet of paper. Right. Although technically there would be no height at all. Right. Yeah. Technically. But you can imagine what it'd be like if you lived on the surface of what uh, Carl Sagan called flatland, which is just a two dimensional space. You lived on the surface of this, you're just a dot on the page. Mm-hmm. So you only see around you. There's no up, no down. Uh, and then somebody lifts you up off of it, right? You can imagine what that might look like. For us, it would look something like <sighs> atoms, instead of having three dimensions, would be a tesseract. If you know what that is, it's a cube with. Uh, lines coming out from all the vertices and then another cube outside of that. It's hard to visualize. But the point of that is if you were able to manipulate things in the second or fourth dimension, this is all of time in the second dimension. So imagine each one of these pages 
is a single moment in time and two dimensional world. Yeah. But so if you're two dimensional, you see it, you see the pages flipping and it looks like time passing. But for us in the third dimension, it's just one thing. It's one solid object. So from the perspective of the fourth spatial dimension, all of time and our dimension and the third dimension from whatever created the universe until the end of the universe all exists as a single object all in one space and time right now in the fourth dimension. So he's right. And do you feel like time is moving faster, slower, or normal? Uh, for me, it's slow. Okay. But it's all about perspective. Where right? do you think we are? Right now? Yeah. I think we're in, in the a brain. No, 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 no. I'm saying in the time spectrum. Are we still pretty at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, at yeah. the beginning. Technically speaking, but there will be a lot more of the universe will exist without life for way longer than it like for trillions of times longer than it will with life mm -hmm. yeah that i understand i just don't know where we're at as far as that timeline goes because i'm with you uh we're in the yeah. middle of it I, I would say there's probably another two billion years of 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 life, earth left of life uh well earth will this our sun is going to go red giant in two in four billion years four i think billion. four and a half billion years so what that means is um, it'll run out of helium or hydrogen and helium and oxygen and carbon to burn and it'll get up to uh, iron. And, but the sun's mass isn't enough for it to collapse in on itself and start a black hole. So what happens is it expands rapidly and turns red and it'll, the sun will reach all the way out, I think, in, right around to Jupiter. That's how yeah. big it'll be. Yeah. And then it'll shrink Pluto back down into what's what called unfreeze. a white dwarf. That'd be white sweet, dwarf. dude. And then if you like, if by some you know, luck, I guess, uh, some large planet gets sucked in by its gravity back towards it. You could, you could still have life there on a, next to a white dwarf. Cause it does produce some amount of energy, but you would have to be as close as mercury is not like earth would freeze. Okay. That's what they called Peter Dinklage was the white dwarf. Um, a lot of people. Yeah. But getting back to like the time, <laughs> the, the one thing I would say that why we are the luckiest in that whole thing when you think about it is because we were around when Matt Damon made that movie The Great Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, a good movie. It is. And he saved China. It was a white man who saved China, and I believe that. With a bow and arrow. Yes. And we all know that... Why uh, did that movie like, just white disappear? White people save everyone. What do you mean, why did it disappear? Well, it disappeared like because it's politically inconvenient for everyone who was involved in it. That's, that's why. Yeah, I mean, like, sure did. Nobody wanted to see it. It was that. a great movie. You see the trailer... Okay. Yeah. It's China. It's the Great Wall of China. Yeah. And you're in it. You're like, oh, man. And then there's one honky there. And it's Matt Damon. And he's going to save China. It's a little too much for Americans and, and Chinese. With a magnet, no, the by the way. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry, but a magnet saved China. In the movie? Yeah. Oh, you saw it. Okay. Yeah, it's I a refuse. great movie. Yeah, I refuse to do that. You should see it. I'm not going to do it. It's really good. I'm, I'm going to see his next one. I'm amped about his next no, one. No, no, no. The Great Wall came out in 2015. Yeah, yeah, I'm all good on that. You should watch it. The next it. one comes out in three weeks. I'm seeing this movie in three weeks. Is it The Great Wall 2? No, it's about. Uh, it's called Air. It's the, that sounds shit. It's the making of Nike. That sounds shit. It's the making of Nike. Boring. Amazing. It's going to be amazing, and I'm amped for it. It's yeah, him think, and uh, Ben Affleck. Again. Yeah, and I think Timothy Chalamet is playing Michael Jordan. Is he really? Yeah. He can do anything. Man. He sure can. He can do anything. Not even He's in blackface. A special talent. No, you, no makeup. Just you, straight up. Yeah. He's you, and, a special and talent. Everyone's guy. mad about it, but you're going to look right in his eyes and believe it. Fuck yeah. yeah. The moment I'm in. 
It rolls. I'm all in, dude. Yeah. You put Daniel Day Lewis in that shit. He he could probably play Michael Jordan. Yeah, but he's too I'm he's convinced. too old to play a 20 year old Michael Jordan. No, I understand that. No, Daniel Day Lewis is that. so method that he would beat Michael Jordan one on one. How? Oh yeah. How are you going to thoroughly appreciate? This movie uh-huh. and Matt Damon's performance, with you not having seen The Great Wall with Matt Damon. So I'm I am able to separate uh, the artist from the art, and I know that Matt Damon is an actor that does a bunch of different movies. There's going to be some that I like, and there's going to be some that I don't like. Yeah, but you're not seeing this. One. I don't want to see that fucking movie. I don't want to see you him do. saving Chinese people. Like it doesn't make sense. I know what that pitch meeting was like in Hollywood, where they were like, "Look." We need to get the fucking Chinese dollars over here, and we need to get this movie in a box office. It made a lot of money. I sure did. I thought it was, wasn't it funded by Chinese, like rich Chinese dudes? Yeah, sure. They couldn't come out and and outright say that, but But that was the rumor. I think it was like like a bunch of Chinese millionaires or billionaires were like, let's make a movie. Sure was. And they made a good one. They made a good one. What was good about it? It's all fine. I mean, is there a picture of Matt Damon in this show? Just put it for the for the audience. The great wall. Yeah, the yeah, great. just pop it up on screen because I'm just once you see it, it you're gonna be like, ah, that's a bad idea. You're the you're, the movies you like though are, are way way off. They're great. Way way off. I am one hundred for one hundred. You don't have to play the trailer or anything. Let's just see. Look at that. I just can't do it from that picture. I'm out. I can't he fucking do this. Is a master bow and arrowsman's. Well, aren't there aliens in this too? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an archer, right? Yeah, Bows an archist. Yeah, an archist. Yeah. Does he fight aliens in this? Yes. What? You didn't know? I'm getting the fuck out of here. You didn't know? It's Friday. It's Friday, right? Yeah. yeah I'm getting the fuck out of here. You didn't know that it's monsters? No, yeah. I didn't know it's monsters. Is, it's that, monsters. is that what there's? All right, so pull it up. Zoom pull up in. The monsters. Wait, hang on. So from this pick right here, zoom in. They're back, on the wall. Back right. That looks like a fucking dog head. No, as that's a person. It's those a are, helmet. Those are helmets. Oh, those are helmets yeah. on dogs. No, those oh. are those are on, soldiers on Chinese. But, but monsters yeah. are, no, are those actual are Chinese. Chinese. Are... See if you can find the monsters. <laughs> They're you, creepy Have you seen looking. this, Bob? You know, like it's monsters. I've it's seen make like them up? parts on on uh, YouTube and stuff like that. By the way, not the only white in there. Willem Dafoe also in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Willem Dafoe's oh, in there. Big fan of that our, white. Our favorite actor, Pedro Pascal. Uh, well, he's your favorite actor now. You know, you guys well, didn't love was, him back in the day. Oh, you yeah, saying, see those scary monsters? He was saying that ironically because Pedro Pascal is a woke cunt that gets people uh, fired. All doesn't the time. matter. He's uh, he's on the, the hottest show yeah, on TV. The thing? ratings for that are eight point one million. I mean, it's it's gnarly. That right that's there. That's what he's that's, Matt Damon's a, fighting. There's millions of them attacking. That's, that's why they have the wall. That's, that's why you learn about the wall. So and this then, is what a Mongolian looks like. I think the Chinese were trying to say that this is how, through their eyes, that's what a Mongolian looks like. Yeah, yeah. This, this. Oh, that's great. This seems pretty racist to me. This sure does. Now we're getting somewhere. And then you learn that a magnet uh-huh. makes them not communicate with each other. Really? And Electromagnetism. Matt, yeah. Okay. Matt Damon. I don't. I've never seen the movie, save. but that's a real thing. China, um, he saved China. Sa- he saved China altogether from evil, scary monsters. Did, any, did, did he fuck one of these things, or how'd that go? I don't think so. I, I didn't see that scene. I, I didn't either. But uh, scene. yeah, uh, is there a storm in the area? By the way, is it, uh, did we just get a fucking thing that was no power? I was like, a storm inside me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to text him now. I was like, shit, power's out down the road. I was like, all right, I don't know what's going on. I saw a nasty accident on the way here. Maybe somebody fucking drove into that goddamn pole. 
possible, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'll check this out now. I mean, look, Oscars are this weekend. Here's, um, here's how I stumbled on it. You're not going to watch that, are you? No. You're going you're to watch you Jimmy should. Kimmel for three hours? No, no, not the Oscars. Oh, the Oscars, yeah. I'll, I'll pop it on. Man, I would rather shove a fucking hot curling but iron that's, up my ass. But that's why I watch it. I, 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 I like to see turd. the downfall of it. Yeah, he's like such a garbage fucking it. person. It would be really nice if they would just keep that picture of him in blackface as Carl Malone up for the entire... Instead of having... You know, they've got the big Oscars on either side. Uh-huh. <laughs> just have it. It's just him. Be great. It'd be fucking great. I, I hope Top it's, look this because this comes out Sunday nights. Audio. I hope Top Gun wins. Didn't he I just call? Want Top Gun to win. Didn't he call uh, somebody out though over wanting the? He called some uh, uh, athlete a tinfoil hat warrior because they wanted the Epstein flight logs published. Oh uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Really? Yep. Jimmy Kimmel said that. <laughs> yeah, that was all the memes all week was tell us you weren't on the fucking plane without telling us you weren't on the plane. <laughs> like it's like everybody's memeing Jimmy Kimmel because. He called out Aaron Rodgers. Holy shit. Um, that's wild. It's, it's one of those things, getting to it to be one of those things out there where uh, they're just saying the craziest shit and they think it's fine. What the fuck did I watch this morning? Jane Fonda said, go murder politicians. Do you pro have life, that, that clip? Yeah, pro life. Can you play that clip from Twitter? Because um, that was going on this morning. And I was like, what the fuck are people doing these days? Because like, there's no way she'll get canceled for this. Um, well, she's 80 years old. How do yeah, you cancel an 80 year old? We well, the, the weirdest thing, she's working more than anybody else that's like fucking 20 right now. Just slapped a Metamucil out of her hand. She looks great for 80. It's weird, dude. She needs to just. I was on the fucking view. Oh, go figure. Oh, well, play this clip. We're, we, we're already demonetized. To, to her fucking... left, our right, is that the. What's that one? Lily Tomlin. Yeah, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tom. Okay, so they do a TV show together on Netflix. Something in They were Frankie. also in the uh, 80 for Brady movie. Um, and then who is that? Joy Behar. So Whoopi Goldberg is out. And uh, I don't know the others. Play the clip, though. I, I haven't seen this, but everybody's been raging about it all day. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. Is that as loud as it will go? That's Jane speaking, yeah. and, 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 and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's very, the truth. Very, very soon. It, it is the truth. But we're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well, it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> murder. She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run with it. Yeah, that's the worst. She's joking. just kidding. It's... Well, let me oh, talk to you God. about that. Yeah. Oh, she's not saying she's kidding. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I was waiting for it. I was like, all right, cool. She's going to... Nah, she didn't give a fuck. I mean, I guess at 80, who cares, right? Who gives you do that shit? on this show all the time, and you guys are under 80. Well, we uh, we do all the time, yeah, but we're not celebrities trying to get jobs, right? Um, Hollywood Carrot is definitely... Chasers, yes. We like to call it. It is definitely a place where, like, dude, what, whatever you say matters. Pedro Pascal, speaking of, didn't he get Gina Carano canceled? Wasn't that him? Yeah. From, uh, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, because she put, like, herp derp for her pronouns in her bio. And That's right. You're making fun of that. Like, okay, cool. Well, and? She, she got fired from Star Wars. Yeah. So, that's interesting. So um, I don't. Uh, I haven't seen any of. Uh, I I haven't seen any more of the Mandalorian after that, and I haven't seen the Last of Us either. Though yeah. I did play the video game because I'm not going to support that shit. Yeah, what's it based on? A video game. Oh, it is called okay. The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, is it like a pandemic or something? That's what it looks uh, like from the trailers. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't gotten into it yet, um, but the ratings keep going up and up and up every single week. Well, like, if you want to see like a very effeminate Ron Swanson open mouth kiss another man oh, for some period bottom. of time, stop it. What? Is he nastiness? No, no, no. He's bottoming. He's also not. Uh, he's, a, he's a power bottom? Yeah, he's Ron more, Swanson he's from a Parks bear, and Rec? He's a bear that's also a bottom. Yeah. In what? Man, I am, a a, I, I am digesting a lot In The Last today. of Us? Yeah, oh, like they get that shit. detailed? He's just they getting show him getting head. butt fucked? Uh, uh, repeatedly, yeah. Kind of. How close does it get? You know. Well, it's all the way inside of him. It's the implication. <laughs> Is it? You got to go method for something like that. DDL would have taken that dick right in the ass. Um, <sighs> holy shit. Ron Swanson, huh? Just going full power bottom for this. I mean, look. If the money's there, I guess, you know? Holy shit. So I didn't know that. about the scene where you take this man? Yeah. Can you imagine that, that conversation with the director? So I'm not gay. How do I take this penis from this man? But <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I, I went down the rabbit hole because uh, Andy Stump from Cleared Hot. Yeah. I spent all weekend with him. It was a blast. It was so funny. But he loves to fuck with... Um, with the uh, the karate guy, with this Steven Seagal. Mm. Oh, like, you know what's funny? So I post a bunch of weird uh, Seagal clips, and they always tag Andy Stumpf. Yeah, because what's, he what's he's always there? he's just always ma- like talking shit because it's like he's like this dude's a phony. And mm-hmm. then he sent he sent me this 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 documentary like video on YouTube like that kind of outlines all this weird shit Steven Seagal has done. Like yeah, like there was like Jenny McCarthy like came forward and was like he was trying to cast me for a movie. And he said he needed to see he needed to see me naked, mm-hmm. and she's like, "There's no nudity in this movie." And he goes, "It's off camera nudity." <laughs> like, shut the fuck dude, up! It's fucking. But she did weird. Playboy. You can just look it up on the internet. Like, right. Yeah, <laughs> but you kind of want to see it in person, and that, have, that's when Hollywood used to be fun. You know, I have Nick Offerman nude from this from the Last of Us in one of his gay sex scenes here. Can we? That's how his, it's much can we show? Okay, yeah, well, we here's for you guys. It's his but... penis right here. Okay. <laughs> Get off, Offerman's penis. Oh, can you zoom into it and then keep his penis out of uh, it? Believe it or not, Bob, I know where the penis is on a human male. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. So. I'm actually I'm just, just kidding. I'm just trying to see how hairy or dirty he is there. Um, can we zoom in on yeah, that Is or this no? the start of a sex scene? Uh, it looks like a robbery. He looks thin. Right. Is, he, is, he dropped, is he thinner now? That's is also it? not Nick Offerman. No, it is Nick Offerman, but it's, it's him showing his cock in Deadwood. Oh, oh he, okay. whipped his, he whipped his thing out in Deadwood a couple. He's been doing some sex stuff on HBO for a while, and he whipped his hog out. Whipped his hog out on Deadwood. Is Swanson one. got a sweet dong. Let's it can't see, be. It can't dog. be hard. We know that. Yeah, type in. Yeah, I'll show you, yeah, I get the you video for 60%. you. Dude. Well, yeah. Let's see this dick. Ah, shit! It's blocked by the camera four thing for me. This look is no that. fun. Oh, look at that, dude! This is no fun. It's all naturals there. There we go. Full new. <laughs> oh, I know what he's doing there. That's a classic dude trick, dude. Where you grab it all the way down as far at the shaft as you can, like, and then you because you make it, you can stretch it out and make oh, it look bigger. Okay, I understand the Offerman move there. Um, wait, is that really him? Yeah, he fucking takes his cock out in Deadwood. No way. Dude. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm into it. I'm into it, and I know what he did there. Um, so you chub up for a little bit, right? We've all done this for dick pics. Chub up for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, you gotta, you know, you hold it down by the base as far as it'll go, like right, you know, by the, the abdomen there. 
and you can get an extra inch out of it. Good for him. All right. And now he's getting fucked by dudes in this, is what you're saying? In, uh, in This Is Us, or The Last of Us, or, or whatever the fuck it's called? If we got a pick of that, I'd love to see it. Who's the dude that's fucking him? Is it a big guy? It's it- uh, Armand from White Lotus. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. The couple you never thought you knew. Holy you needed. shit. It's actually like very good. Yeah. Do you like the show itself? Everybody yeah. else loves it. The episode in the show is good. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I just want to see I'm the two good. of them together. No, you're not, Jared. I'm good. No, I'm just going to watch. I had to watch fucking Matt Damon in The Great Wall. You're going to see some cock today, all right? I'm sorry. I'm going to watch The Great Wall again. I'm sure you I'm are, gonna, I'm going to invite you over and make popcorn. The only My only request is watch Behind the Candelabra with Matt Damon right afterwards. Okay. Do you know what's in that? Nope. Matt Damon is a power bottom. There was a well, no, he's not very a power very, bottom. Yeah, he is. He I is. think. Because you know who's on top? <clears throat> Michael Douglas. Yeah, but he's a power bottom. What, what do you know? What, what a power classifies a pl- power bottom? You gotta be real sturdy and powerful. You know, that's what it's. Uh, a power bottom means you're getting fucked in the ass, but you're the man in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's what that is. Oh, that's what Matt Damon is, yeah. isn't that? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So uh, behind the candelabra is uh, Liberace. So Liberace was was uh, boning Matt Damon in that, and uh, and then, I mean it's real graphic and close oh, in the camera. This is a lot of a lot of dude on dude stuff going on in today's episode. Huh? Yeah, well, that's I mean that happens. You know that's going to happen from time to time. Uh, but Sunday, I'm going to tune in to see if uh, if TC wins the Oscar for. You think for anybody's Top Gun. getting slapped? Well, he's not going to win anything. The- he he would if Top Gun wins. So the new rules state that uh, the three producers get the award. Mm. And then give the speech, so he would do it, and I think it would be him, Brockheimer, and somebody else, and they're going to let him do it. I think just for I, I said this why on, is he not allowed to get an Oscar on RPR? He, he wasn't, wasn't nominated for best actor. Yeah, he's, he's not nominated oh. for best actor. Wow. Yeah, um, but I think because that movie saved Hollywood, they owe him that Oscar. Just give him the best picture. Yeah, it saved movie theaters. It did. It it's all everything. fucking bought off. So it's like, dude, let Tom Cruise have his moment. He's what? Has he's, he never gotten an Oscar? Never got an Oscar. What? Yeah. And How? He, I know. I know. That's just—is uh, it because they hate Scientology? No, I, he doesn't really do Oscar movie. I mean, a couple of them, like uh, Magnolia, he should yeah, have won Magnolia. for, in my opinion, and that would have been best supporting. Bob, what is he? Sixty at this point? Yeah. Okay, so I always look at it from an age standpoint, where you know you don't have much time left, and when these people don't win, you're like, oh fuck, they'll never get back there again. Yeah. And I felt the same way about Mickey Rourke and the wrestler, where he had won all the other awards. And I was just like, well, just won't, just give him the fucking Oscar. It's Mickey Rourke. Just give him the Oscar. I know. Why would you not let? Why would you let Tom Cruise exit Hollywood without an Oscar? That's like just right. And I don't want to. He's see made him. a yes. He's made like I think eight billion dollars. Like probably more than that. Yeah, I think it's more than that. So I was he, looking at. I was looking at something. He's been nominated for an Oscar three times. Okay, so Magnolia. Best I know. Supporting was Magnolia. Correct. And interview best, with a vampire, maybe. No, the Jerry two, Maguire. Jerry Maguire is nominated for best actor and Born on the Fourth of July. He was nominated. Oh for fuck, dude! I forgot about Born on the Fourth of July. Who did he lose to? Like, who did he lose to Born on the Fourth of July? What for? Was that eighty four? No, I think I want to say eighty eight. Eighty nine, there it is. Okay, uh, who did he lose to? I was. Uh, I don't even know if I was born yet. Dustin Hoffman for Rain Man. You oh are shit! Eighty eight years old. Damn it, dude. <laughs> I think it was Rain Man. Yeah, you're not taking Rain Man away from. Well, shit, he was in Rain Man. Tom yeah. Cruise is in Rain Man. Oh, that's kind of funny. Fuck. 
damn it, man. And he's good because Tom Cruise is, makes him look good. Yeah. Shit. Is that what it was, Bob? Yeah. No. no oh, no. thank God. So right. he, I think I... His, oh, no, then, that's not. That's a different year. So he, uh, it was... He was up against Kenneth Branagh. It would have been 1990. Yes. Uh, Robin Williams and Dead Poet Society, Daniel okay. Day Lewis and My Left Foot, Morgan oh. Fre- and Morgan Freeman in Driving Miss Daisy. Oh no, oh Miss Daisy. Did DDL win? Yeah, he won yeah. for My Left Foot. Yeah, he did. That was his first one. I think. Shit, you can't beat him though. That's like, that's like all those years that Jordan won the, the championships. You can't beat DDL. I'm no. sorry, you're just fucked. Like if you Damn come it. up against him, it's, yeah, yeah, it's the wrong. Hey, year. was the Great Wall nominated for any? Sure wasn't. Well, actually, I think it got some sound or editing awards. I'm not kidding. I think it was nominated for that bullshit, but definitely not best picture, best actor. They don't want it. They don't want that shit anywhere near mainstream at all, man. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, the Oscars go, uh, Jimmy Kimmel wasn't their first choice. It was. Uh, He's it, never been anybody's first choice. For no, anybody. no. It was. I, I believe they they tried uh, Kevin Hart, and he told him to fuck off. Uh, oh shit! No, they Chris Rock. It was Chris Rock, and he goes, "Fuck off. We're we're good, dude." Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, and I I think that's kind of the way it's probably going to go in head, and then it'll go stream on Netflix. It's just done. We'll They're see. Done. Yeah, we'll see what the ratings are this year because like Screen Actors Guild streamed on YouTube this year. Oh wow. Yeah. What about the Film Actors Guild? Uh, <laughs> not sure, but isn't Matt Damon the head of that too? Yeah. No, I he know in, it. I'm just trying not to say the word. He was involved. He sure was. I um, think who was the head of it in that? Was it? Oh no, it was Alec Baldwin. Jared, you know we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, GoSped.com forward slash Drinking Bros. New deals, bigger deals. Uh, unbelievable deals. This is the highest savings in GhostBed history. I, I can't believe they're doing it. I don't even know how they're making money off of it anymore. Uh, it is now 40% off site-wide. Everything in the whole fucking store is 40% off. Uh, it's the biggest savings they've ever had on the website. And then the bundle packages are 50% off site-wide so if customers want a bundle uh just use the site discount just use dr- uh, drinking bros at checkout and you are good to go 50 percent off the bundle packages 40 percent off everything in the entire store so if you want a mattress sheets adjustable bases uh weighted blankets uh the the goddamn uh covers are awesome too especially if you have kids Really can't stress that enough as if they're eating popcorn on it or nachos or whatever. Keep the mattress nice. It's a nice mattress, damn it. Uh, and with that, they've also shrunk now uh, the pay-as-you-go program. So it used to be 60 months. It is now 36 months simply because you are allowed to use the 40% off and 50% off uh, deals with these pay-as-you-go programs. So now it's down to three years now because that's just too much fucking savings. Jesus Christ, that's new, and that just came in right now. Uh, the bundle package with the adjustable base is the most popular combo that everybody's ordering. I get it. I've had it for three-plus years now with my wife. I love it. Uh, so it comes in a king, uh, but if your partner goes to sleep before or after you, uh, whichever you prefer, you want to stay up a little later, they do have a split King Lux mattress option on those adjustable bases. So that'll come with two remote controls instead of one. So that way each of you control your own destiny. 
monstrous savings at ghostbed.com forward slash shrinker bros again 36 months is uh is now the new uh page you go program and it is 40 percent off site-wide on all items 50 percent off uh the bundle package my god man uh good for you guys shit talk to talk about the recession man they're they're taking care of their customers it's shocking go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and get in on these deals next up we get hardafseltzer.com let's go baby uh we chatted about this uh yesterday on yesterday's show and uh we'll reiterate it again uh we've just signed on with major league baseball and we are the official hard seltzer of the miami marlins this season 81 home games and hopefully some playoff games out of those boys down there. We will be there. Uh, Opening game on March 30th and 31st. Now, the 31st, we want to buy you guys tickets and you guys can come out to the stadium and join us. Uh, Please listen to the show as the weeks go on and we'll tell tell you where to meet us up at uh, because we're going to be drinking before we get to uh, the stadium itself and then we'll all kind of walk in together and sit together. Uh, and, and just have a, a nice, fun drinking bros outing down at uh, uh, Lone Depot Stadium down there in Miami. Should be a blast. The whole crew will be down there, and uh, and we're gonna get rocked inside the stadium, legally drinking hard AF seltzers because we got our own kiosk. Damn it, we're in every single uh, bar there is. And, uh, and we'll get seats behind there and just get rocked all game and get fucked up with you guys down in Florida. And also, we're in over 200 stores in Tennessee and Florida right now. Go to hardafseltzer.com. Click on the store locator. Uh, all you got to do is pop in your, your city or your zip code. Find out how close or far you are away from it. You can get it for regular price. Same as that other bullshit White Claw, except ours is double the ABV. Let's fucking go. Now, if you don't live in one of those two states... We still ship directly to your house. A lot of things coming up. March Madness is coming up here. Uh, Masters, tons of shit to party for. Go to hardafseltzer.com and get some 8% seltzer shipped right to your house. Yeah, Baldwin. That's right. Baldwin was in it. Yeah, you're right. He was the head of the film. By the way, uh, Alec Baldwin has killed more people than any of the January 6th protesters. That's true. That's true. That is true. Watching this footage this week has been astounding, by the way. Um, it's been pretty funny. I mean, it's what we all knew already. I didn't know the yeah, extent of it like this. But now, I, exactly. yeah, now, now what nothing. do they do? Yeah. I mean, no kidding. Like, it must have been two months ago or so. I turned on CNN because I've never done that. I was just like, I'm going to let this play while I was in the office. Okay. And, like, you get 60 minutes of the trial on the Internet. Right. Dude, they must have said January 6th. 180 times in that 60 minutes oh really like just oh yeah the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, news yeah, playing yeah, yeah um yeah it's strange man like all of these stories with the twitter files Dan and i've talked about this before the twitter files uh this video and all this other shit like it seems like it's there for a week and then everybody collectively shuts it down uh we were talking about uh, cocaine mitch mitch mcconnell uh, talking shit about it the other day and then magically he fell down a flight of stairs and is still hospitalized look if we're going to call it for fetterman we might call it for this guy do we know if fetterman's in a hospital or fetterman's got to be dead right i don't know like i did is it confirmed do you have any contacts at walter reed no because no. all you have to do is say look cup your ear out in the hallway and just listen for hey you got 
and if you hear that, then you know he's still alive. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Um, I don't think he's alive, but the, the they're not telling anybody, right? So no. if 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 there's if he's incapacitated and there needs to be a replacement for him before August nineteenth of this year, then um, there is a special election. But if it's after August nineteenth of this year, then the governor, who is a Democrat, gets to just pick somebody. So where the hell is the answer here? I don't know, man. I mean, I at some point you're going to have to ask for proof of life. Yeah. Um, the the wife already ditched, so she bounced up to Niagara Falls with the kids. She says she, she comes back down she once left. a week or so and sees them. Yeah, why? But that's not true. That's not true either. She doesn't do that. No, she doesn't. She doesn't come. And uh, the whole thing is is very bizarre. I feel like we're living in a fucking sim world, which we probably are. Yeah, I think he's I just a, don't like this portion of the, the world. Yeah, I kind of think that she or both of them are Soviet assets of some sort. You know what I mean? Or maybe maybe the CCP or something like that. But it's all just too convenient. It's some fucking. This is the classic uh, Soviet information operation campaign where you develop assets. You go to uh, universities and labor, and you find people who are adjacent right mm-hmm. that come from wealthy families and you turn them yeah because they're easily it's easy to turn a fucking wealthy person into a socialist but it's not easy to turn uh it's like somebody who works hard because immediately they'll recognize that everybody else isn't working as hard as them and they'll stop working hard or they'll be like this isn't fair why are we getting paid the same you know what i mean yeah like it's but for a rich person that doesn't know the value of money it's super easy and he fits that mold he comes from a family of fucking wealth mm-hmm. and was adjacent to labor his entire life, but he's never actually been in labor. Right. And I think he's been developed as like a CCP or a Soviet asset, frankly. Yeah, the, the wild thing is, for me, uh, with some of this shit, you can, if you're, if you're close enough to it and you know enough about it, you can fake it mm. just enough, right? Uh, kind of like the man spot. But you can, Kidding. yeah, yeah. But, no, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people that brush up against veteran culture that kind of pick it. <laughs> pick and choose the things that they want to do but they didn't actually earn any of that shit it happens but it's the same so you can and you can tell in the delivery because um he's in the rust belt in labor right Uh and they're not talking about gender up there right they're walking they're walking it they're working at like fucking water canning facilities and uh they're fracking in the in the hills to get natural gas and shit they don't give two fucks about gender expression you know what i mean but that's all these motherfuckers talk about so it's you can tell it's completely captured and then it begs the question like if uh these people don't really represent the people they're supposed to be representing out in public how is it exactly that they keep getting elected you know what i mean i don't know but but then again with this last election in 2020 right biden hid in the basement and got elected Mm -hmm. um katie hobbs uh, kind of, right? Didn't even kind exist. Of. Katie Hobbs didn't go outside, didn't do... Uh, I mean, at least Biden did a... Uh, two debates. Two debates, yeah. right? Um, Katie Hobbs did not do any of this. Um, she stayed quiet, never heard of her. I mean, non-existent, where Carrie Lake was fucking national. Everywhere. For a governor yeah. to be national like that, That's and like everybody deal. know their name, I mean, it's it's rare. I can think of maybe four or five off the top of my head that I know in America, and it's probably Newsom. Because he sucks at life, Gavin Newsom, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Gavin uh, But forced his way in the end of the headlines. Some of it not on purpose with the French Laundry bullshit and everything else. Uh, wheelchair down here, and I think part of it's this show. Um, the, the amount of people that scream wheelchair to us out in public are <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and then you got Carrie Lake, who didn't win. She's not governor. 
Um, flip it over to Georgia, same thing. Stacey Abrams, everybody fucking knows her and loves her on the Democratic side. She never won anything. Um, and then governor-wise, I think DeSantis, and that's it. I don't even know the governor of North Carolina. And that's that's mistake. Like I love North Carolina. I don't even know the governor there. Yeah. Um, usually, it, it used to that be a job wild. where when you didn't. But but if you think about it, as a kid, all these governor jobs you didn't really know unless you lived in that state who the governor was. Yeah. You didn't know all these fucking people from all these other places and everything else. So um, yeah, it's strange. Uh, and then Fetterman. That's a whole different fucking case. Where I mean, you can watch a, a Netflix special on that mm-hmm. in in two years and try to decipher. <clears throat> what really happened there and why all these people got well, behind just, him and everything we're, else. We're living in 1984, so it's... Uh, are you familiar with um, the... Uh, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. Yuri Bezmenov, that Soviet dude. Oh, yes, 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 um, yes. And it's the Soviet... Pff, hold on. Let me look up the name. Soviet subversion model is mm-hmm. what it's called. And it's an information operation that was developed by this by even pre-Soviet... Uh, when they were trying to increase communism and labor inside of Western Europe, right? Yeah. So this is a strategy they used where um, you demoralize the population first by convincing the population that they're colonizers or that they're not taking care of their own people or that uh, you can do it in the inverse as well where it's like, yeah, I don't agree with that person's behavior, but it's their right to do it, and it's illiberal to tell them they can't do what they want, even if it negatively impacts society, like Islamism, for example. Yeah. Right? Um, and then you make it a moralistic issue. Now, if you want a, a concrete example of that, remember over the past three years how you were made to feel like you were unpatriotic or you didn't care about people because you were exercising your liberty to not do something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like masking or uh, vaccination. Yeah. You, were, you were told that you don't care about people. You're a bad person for that. Now, it's not true, obviously, but a lot of people believe it is. And that's part of the demoralization. So the, the insidious thing about shit like that, especially CRT in schools, is that <clears throat> before the child is capable of mounting a sophisticated offense, a defense to an idea like that, they are programmed to believe it. Like, you're white, so you're bad. That's why they have all these weird fucking struggle sessions where the kids are forced to like bow down in front of black kids stuff like that it's just weird but that's part of it it's, it is the demoralization of the culture people aren't proud to be american anymore you know what i mean yeah and and if you don't follow the, the certain narratives then they say that uh that you're a bad person Correct, i mean yeah. going back to this this j6 thing you've had now the top republicans and democrats uh from the house and all that shit say what you're watching on Tucker Carlson, if you believe in this, like that's not the truth. Yeah, and he, all he's doing is playing video. That's it. That's all he's doing. He's playing video, and he's saying, uh, but all these politicians are speaking out on both sides and saying, what you're, what you're watching isn't the truth. Please yeah, stop watching well, this. Stop and it's watching like, that's it. phase two. Phase two is destabilization, and that's where after you've uh, broken everybody down into their little groups, you pit all the groups against each other, right? So we don't, from Russia's perspective, they, they want to win a war without firing a shot, right? Right. That's the ethos. of So American foreign policy is interventionalism and, uh, 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 and, and trying to export liberty or whatever, which is a ridiculous idea, but that's, that's what we do. And for them, the crowning achievement of the Soviet Union would be to win a war without ever firing a shot, right? Yeah. Um, and... That's that's phase two. It's it's 
destabilization. You don't have to, Russia doesn't have to invade us or get into a trade war with us because they have us pitted against each other. Mm-hmm. You know no, I mean? and then last week, you know, Phil Labonte was on a show. They were talking about the, uh, the Chinese police stations mm. and like they're essentially monitoring Chinese immigrants, making sure that they're voting the way that they're supposed mm-hmm. to. Oh, is that what it is? That I was one figure, of the things. Uh, yeah. That's one of the, yeah. And, yeah, and, they're and, and, that, that their... and to make sure that they're paying. So a lot of those people are in China, China. The Chinese government would pay for them to come here, mm-hmm. and they have to do things for the Chinese government once they get here to pay them off for the expense. So uh, which, which way do they want them to vote? Left, obviously. Why? No, because, why, no I, I don't think it's obvious. Well, they, because they're leftists. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, China is. Yeah. So I thought, and, and maybe this is... Foolishly, but uh, I thought China would want us to buy more shit from them. Therefore, put a Republican in financially. Let's get everything rocking. So we just keep buying more shit from China. Sure, no, because that, that's that's myopic. That's the short game. That's yeah. just that's just dollars. They need to get rid of the guns. What's yeah. the long order, game? Yeah, what's the, what's the, the long guns, game for China? You got to get left politicians. Influence everywhere. is yeah. the long game. Being so, America has been the hegemon of the world for since nineteen forty five basically yep. right um and china is at its ceiling growth wise until it takes the number one spot and if you, well, you, don't, you, don't, you don't think they're number one right now uh well they they may have just become number one i was gonna say um, it feels like they are number one well they so yesterday we find that um saudi arabia and iran have reestablished diplomatic uh relationships and it was a deal that was brokered by china Mm. Now that's not good for the United States. No, right? it's not good for the world, really. But I mean, it is what it is. But I, I think we should recall everybody that we have deployed or anywhere else and put them on our own border and have all of our guns facing outward. Yeah, that's what I think, right? Yeah. But yeah. Ch- China—that's why China has made us into China and the Soviet Union have made us into what we are today, which is a, a people that live in one country who look at each other with suspicion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can't fight a war like that. We can't effectively fight a war when we're all looking at each other uh, suspiciously. You know what I mean? And that's that's the point. And then there's the the third phase is crisis, right? Which is financial crisis or it's not typically a kinetic war effort or anything like that. It's something like COVID, which China definitely released on the world. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a test. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you that do something like that. opening. It's a nice soft opening, yeah. you know. And Come to the, the restaurant, and have some apps. The fourth stage is called normalization, and that's where you let the dust settle, and then you leave all the policies in place, like all these fucking weird emergency orders and shit. The fact that you, as a non-U.S. citizen, you still can't come into this country unless you can prove you're vaccinated, shit like that. Yeah, you just leave those things in place, and you do this cycle over and over again, parts of it, you know, over and over again until you get complete control of an area. And that's what they want. They and some there are some people who are autocratic by nature, who are despots, who are insane people like Erdogan in Turkey. He's just a fucking lunatic, right? Yeah. But there's other people. The the liberal Westerners are more. It's it's an aristocracy. They think they are better and smarter than you. You're a, you're a pleb. You're a peasant. Yeah. And you it's it's not that. It's not that uh, you know. We hate you or anything. You're just dumb. So we have to do these things for you. And the only way we can do it without people getting hurt is if we have total control of everything, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is. And it, that's that's why the United States was founded the way it was. 
to be a self-correcting apparatus, right? So we, we have these founding documents that say things like <clears throat> all people are cre- created equal. And somebody who disagrees with that premise might say, well, the people who wrote that didn't allow women or black people or non-landowning white people even to vote. So how is that equal? You're like, you're correct. And then the, the process of our Constitution and Bill of Rights was applied to that problem and then solved it. That's a self-correcting apparatus. That's what it was meant to be. And now what we're doing is taking away the meritocracy of that. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no epistemology where this is true north and this is where we're aiming for. No matter what else happens, we're going to fuck up sometimes and people are going to be evil sometimes, but left to its own documentation, this will self-correct to, to, and, and stabilize to a point where people have rights. The individual has the right to do whatever they want as long as they don't victimize anybody else. That's why we set this government up this way, and that's why it's so dangerous to the rest of the world. But the problem is, where we're at now, I don't know if it'll self-correct. It'll self-correct. You think so? The people who believe it will reduce uh, in size to some degree, but they will find each other. It, it's always happened. Like okay. That. Yeah, because, uh, again, with the, the tapes and all that other shit, like it all feels so weird. This is the normalization phase. I just, but but if you're you Republicans have the house, go and fucking do a, a whole goddamn thing and play all of this and then interview all these people that were in the new videos. Like you have the power to do it. Why not do it? The aristocracy will always protect itself first before any any one person. Before that's why every now and again somebody just gets thrown to the wolves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but before any principle or idea, the aristocracy will protect the institution of the aristocracy first. You have to, if you're going to live in that environment. That's what it feels like. That's what um, it is. It's, it's how it's happened in every culture in the, in the history of humanity. It'll, yeah. it'll always happen that way. Because all of it has seemed to disappear uh, with the J6 shit. Like nobody's really going to bring that to trial. I haven't seen anybody from the no. right even no. come out and say, hey, dude. Let's let's get all the evidence. Let's put let's get fine ray apps. Let's do the whole thing. Let's we have we have direct evidence that uh, that agents inside the federal government and then NGOs that are financed by the government were working in concert with social media companies to censor people and to affect the outcome of multiple elections. Mm-hmm. And not one goddamn thing has been done about. It. This is the normalization phase. They will push it as far as they can until. Uh, 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 to to make sure that people are like, oh, well, that's just how it is. I mean, think about this. You go to the DMV and it sucks and you know it's going to suck and you still go and nobody really does anything to privatize it or make it more efficient or better. This is like, that's, a, that's part of life is that it sucks. Right. right? And, th- and it's been like that for 50 years and that's just how it is. It's part of life and it sucks and you accept it and you accept it and I accept it. Yeah. Right. And, and I hate is, it. And now it's going to be Whatever new authoritarianism creeps in, we'll accept that too. That's how it works. Until there's some kind of precipice, until there's a breaking point where people have had enough, and it's hard to say when or where that'll be or how it'll happen, right? Because it's not, it used to be very clearly based on geography back in the day. Mm -hmm. I'm not just talking about the American Civil War, just throughout all of human history. When the Roman Catholics controlled the Czech Republic and all that, that entire area, right? Like you had to fucking ask the Pope's permission to make somebody King of one of your, of your own country. At yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Finally, they were like, well, you're pretty far away. Why don't you go fuck yourself? You know what I mean? <laughs> but now we're all in this country together in, uh, uh, commercially speaking, the most successful country in the history of the world. And there's nowhere to go. 
because there's 3,000 miles of fucking water on both sides of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's now it's going to, it's, it'll be interesting to see how this develops because it's never happened exactly like this before. Well, look, the way we're celebrating victims and victimhood and all that other shit. Now I you're weakening the entire force. Yeah. I don't know that it's going to change anytime soon. Um, I mean, think about that from uh, the CCP or the Soviets perspective, right? If we can get uh, like Americans are trending towards liberalism. So if we can get them to care more about um, victimhood than resilience, then we win. Yeah. And they've done it. Yeah. And they won. The weird thing is I I just don't look at the world like that. Like I look at Russia and China where, you know, most of the citizens probably, as a guess, probably want to party and fucking hang and just be like us, right? But they don't have that option or opportunity um, where I – wouldn't want to dumb down somebody else's society or make them change their fucking genders or whatever just because it, we might win a war in like 90 years against you, them. You might not, right? But you're not, you're not a, a, a leader or politician. Right. America has been doing that globally since ever, forever. Name an example for, for the audience. Uh, in the early 1950s, we helped overthrow a democratically elected government in Iran. Uh, and then, and within, what was the purpose of that exactly? Uh, uh, there's a lot of reasons, but mostly oil. Like the British Iranian oil company was starting to to go down, and we were trying to make sure that we had a puppet dictator in place who would keep everybody in line. Okay, right. Um, and by 1979, the Ayatollah Khomeini was in power. So within half a generation, you know what I mean. And that that happens a lot. Uh, so Panama is another example. Yeah. Um, well, Panama and I knew Panama and, that- and Colombia as well. So yeah. we, here's what we did down there we tried to put people in power who would uh work with us and it started as a means to stop cocaine from coming to the u.s but then the cia figured out how lucrative it was right so they started using that for their black appropriations instead of having to go to congress for money i can just sell drugs in black neighborhoods and make all the money i need so as long as the fucking dictator in charge there is playing ball, then he's good to go no matter what he does, including fucking General Torejo and then Manuel Noriega. And we put him in prison in 89, I think. But uh, in Colombia, it was even worse because we were dropping fucking poison. Like we had, we were, the CIA was, I'm not not the CIA, but uh, uh, American-backed organizations were literally dropping poison on all the farmland in Colombia to make sure they couldn't grow cocaine, cocaine while the CIA was buying the cocaine from them. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, we've been doing this forever. So we're just as guilty as everybody else is what you're mm-hmm. saying. We're, we're far more guilty than anybody else. Gotcha. Uh, we, with that specifically. So it's like when we have this debate about what we should or shouldn't be doing in Ukraine, it's very obvious to me that we should be doing nothing. Yeah. Because it's not our job to do that. Um, and, you know, people might come back with that and say something like, when America's strong internationally, things go better. I don't think that that's true. They go better for us maybe a little bit, but that's only because we set that situation up. Think about it this way. Uh, four years ago, we were more or less energy independent, mm-hmm. right? Gas was cheap as fuck. Yeah. It was less than $2. Uh, the way we did that was we stopped buying Russian gas, not all of it, right? But we stopped buying Russian. We started drilling more here domestically and prices went down. And I don't remember a whole lot of terrorist attacks and shit like that going on when Trump was in office. Remember that? How we fucking killed Soleimani and they did nothing about it? Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's because they knew they couldn't leverage energy prices against us, so they had no card to play. When you make all of your stuff at home, 
then you're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. nobody can leverage that shit against you. We, the, George Bush made a deal with the Saudi government that if they started playing ball and give us information and intelligence so we could go hunt down Al-Qaeda, that we wouldn't tell the world that their royal family was culpable at, at best, if not directly responsible for 9-11. He made that, a fucking American president made that deal with a foreign government, right, that hates us. And that's the relationships we have. We have these weird, we have these weird, like, circumstantial relationships with evil, evil people, evil organizations, because we don't want to fucking uh, uh, do what we have to do at home. And then, you know, carry that out to its logical conclusion. If you're Russia or the CCP and you don't want America to have influence in countries like that, you want to be the one that has influence over energy production and stuff like that. Maybe convince a whole generation of people that the world's going to end if yeah. you don't stop using gas, right? What is, Dan? It's it not. Is, it is. It's we not. Need, we all that. need to go electric. Um, even our governor here, he got an electric wheelchair today. <laughs> Jared Watts, he did. Are you friends with him? He dug the cobalt out by himself. Uh, so are cool. you friends with uh, Governor Abbott? I know the pre the. I'm friends with the prior governor, Rick Perry. Okay, I uh, big dick Rick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know the guy who uh, who built the chair for. Uh, oh yeah, for uh, Abbott. Yeah, him I, and I are, are homies. Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I, I had brought this up to you a few weeks ago about. I feel like, in our lifetime, we could see a mass uh, removal of information. Like well, it's I, already I, it's it's I happening, it's happening like, now. I feel I like, so, like so they're going to let people books, have access the, the, to the third and fourth generation family members of classical American and British authors are now allowing all that stuff to be re-edited. Right, they're removing words, they're changing words, they're sentences. Changing, yeah, yeah uh, that's like, happening now. This yeah. is 1984, yep. right? And all of this stuff is it's. It's battlefield preparation, right? That's that's what it is. That's what we would call it, right? You drop it leaflets saying, "Hey, fucking, you know, the Russians are going to come. They're going to fuck up your families, even though sixty-five percent of you are Russian." You know what I mean? And, yeah. and the eastern part of Ukraine, it's fucking nonsense. But that's that's how it goes, and it and it it ends with, and this is this is the thing that should be uh, should worry everybody that can hear the sound of my voice. The final stage of this is when the people in power start saying things that you know are not true and calling you crazy for not believing it. But that's right? already happening and now. So it's like in the end, the, the, the state would say that two plus two equals five and you would be forced to believe it, yeah. right? Because the, the, the logic of their position demands it. No, that, and but that's that, what's happening. This that is where week. we are now. <laughs> yes. So like people are like, are we going to have a civil war? I don't know about that shit. I don't know about a war, but this country is done. You know yep. what I mean? And that, that's fine, right? Don't get too sentimental about it. It is what it is. Countries end all the time. Everything. Dynasties end all the time. Yeah. And that's, that's just the way it is. But what's important to remember is to, to figure out ways. Do we have to, a yard sale with all of our nukes? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Find, find ways to protect and sustain yourself. And uh, remember this. Write books about it. Talk about it. Save things. Uh, so hopefully maybe somebody learns from it in the future. And maybe we can rebuild this the way we built it in the first place on principle that is a self-correcting system and not on the whims of fucking retards. I think it'll be after we get wiped out by an asteroid or something like that. Uh, I, I think that there's going to be uh, it, authoritarianism requires collaborators, right? 
So you can't, as, let's say you wanted to take over the U.S. Mm-hmm. and make it fucking whatever. Rossland. Com- communist or Ross. fascist or whatever. Yeah. The only way you can do that is if you convince the warrior class to support you. Yes. Right? The warrior class includes cops, yep. first responders, all these people, and obviously the military as well. Right? You have to convince those people to be on your side. That is the one thing that is staving all of this off in the United States. If it weren't for the, as a matter of fact, ironically enough, if it weren't for the G, the global war on terror, the last 20 years of bullshit, to be honest, we would probably already be fucked. But they made the mistake of putting several <clears throat> tens of thousands of us out into the environment. And now shit's going to get real for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they know that that's why they haven't made any of these precipitous moves. You didn't see people like you saw a couple of examples in places like New York, of people getting removed from restaurants and shit like that because they weren't wearing masks or weren't didn't have a vaccine card or whatever. But in Canada, they were beating the fuck out of people. They were arresting people just for standing on the street without a mask on. Outside, on the street, on the sidewalk, on public property without a mask on, and you go to jail, Yeah. right? The reason it didn't happen here is because there's assholes like us running around. Sure. You know what I mean? So I think that was a mistake. It's going to stave it off for a little bit longer, but we're getting old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, we've got 10 or 15 more years where we, we will be physically capable of mounting a defense against that stuff, and then it's over. Yeah, because the next generation's weak, and it mm-hmm. keeps getting weaker and everything else. Uh, as far as like writing books and that, um, would you recommend reading Colin Kaepernick's new book? You're talking about the one where he says the, uh, the man or woman who adopted him didn't want him to have braids in his hair sure did so they're racist yep. now yes despite yes. the fact that they adopted a black child raised him as their own made sure he was prepared and for life in and an entirely white rich family yeah. yeah yeah do you have a picture of kaepernick bob and his uh his actual family there so i had never seen this photo until mm. today actually i didn't really know this went down um he's he's a good example of how uh People say yeah, that, that's that's it, Bob. That's the one they were showing today. People say that gender is a social construct, but race is a social construct. Right? Yeah, like I I know a couple of different types of dudes, right? Like alpha or pat or whatever you want to call it, like but tough dudes, passive dudes, intellectual dudes. Uh, uh, but there's only a couple, right? There's only a couple, but for race, it's it's expressed in all sorts of ways, right? Like there's four or five different races expressed at the same time by the same person. Sometimes, if you want to classify it that way yeah and, and bob throw that picture up one more time here real quick um with this because i again i'd never seen this until today um i first of all was unaware that he was adopted mm-hmm. secondly in a huge family like this i mean what is that three two sisters a brother and then him this right? is like it's not just a white family like it's, it's a white family from fucking milwaukee it's the whitest family yeah. <laughs> like of all time this looks like your family they're in wisconsin yeah so he said today that uh, that you know they were racist for uh, not letting him put his hair in cornrows and some other shit uh, in school and expressing his blackness, I guess, um, which is crazy to me. I look, I read the the quotes and I saw the the thing because it's a, I believe it's a children's book that he was promoting today, and uh, with that. They said that uh, the cornrows made him look like a thug. And then if he could not do that, it'd be great. And then his response was the black athletes that I looked up to growing up were like Allen Iverson, who wore their blackness like a shield and their their cornrows and stuff like a shield. Uh, 
A shield against what? The world. I, I, well, that's dumb. But know. this is what he's what he's describing is the age old battle between ch- parents and children. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's there's nothing <laughs> racial about. That. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Like it's pull up your pants, dude. Yeah. And it's not just black people sagging their pants at the time when, when that phrase became popular. When Dennis Leary, I think it was in 97, he's like, pull up your fucking pants. It was yeah, like yeah, a punchline yeah, yeah, for yeah, an yeah. entire hour long special he did. He wasn't talking to black people. You know I mean? Everybody. Yeah. Eminem, every, all those but when, guys. When he was a kid and he tells this story uh, in 92 and No Cure for Cancer, it's like bell bottoms, right? Like it's just some stupid fashion expression that people do because you want to feel some measure of control over your life. Mm-hmm. So you rebel a little bit. Not enough to get you in real trouble, but you rebel a little bit, and that becomes part of your identity for a while. And then you grow up. You know what I mean? Problem is nobody's growing up anymore. That's just like you're, now they're him and Harry, Prince Harry, that yeah. is writing a book about how fucking hard life is. These rich motherfuckers that have never faced any real peril in their entire lives who have grown up as cushy as a human being can. Mm-hmm. Stop it. He's killed 25 people. Oh, no. Nice. Who? Who has? Oh. Prince Harry. Oh, that's right, dude. He killed all those people, dude. Did he's he, a real did, war I, hero. I'm, I'm obviously not going to read that book, but he does he mean that as a JTAC or when he was a gunner on a helicopter? Or, I, think sure. he I think he was a JTAC. I think he referred to it as a JTAC. Cause he, I think I didn't obviously read it either, but he said it was like for missions he called in or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, JTAC. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, dude. He's a war hero. Uh, maybe. He's a war hero. I mean, I don't know how heroic <laughs> it is, but... I, I, well, he told us, so it's fine. Once he told us, it was good. I mean, you're dropping $100,000 bombs on people that, you know... Yeah. yeah <laughs> is, be, is being a JTAC just battlefield swatting? <laughs> well, Jay, you know, Jerry was a JTAC. I know. That's yeah. what I'm asking. He got it. Yeah. What do you think? Is it? No. <laughs> I don't know, man. You get on a phone, you say, oh, there's bad guys here. And then oh, someone, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. I'm, I'm up high. Like almost, I you know, it's kind of like being the judge at a tennis match. You're in the tall chair. Yeah, not and, always. And you're though, just looking around. There's one time you were uh, you were at that place, or you were with that Iraqi commander, and he was about to get fucking murked up. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, what would you do? I I brought British GR fours down to as low as they would go. I you mean, they brought were Prince Harry down. Just no, say he was no. say it was he wasn't eight, in a GR. So he was in a rotary. He was, he was in a right. Apache. Yeah, but they came down like 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 probably like eight feet above power lines in the middle of in the middle of Baghdad, going about six hundred miles per yeah, hour. And those are big big planes. Yeah, like and they're loud. Like you think and NASCAR was loud? Imagine NASCAR, but probably four <laughs> times as loud as that. And there's a giant pot. I mean, it was almost like the flyover, but way lower. So imagine that flyover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, that, imagine that flyover, but it was twenty feet over. That's your just head. It called, was the ceiling right it's there. It's called a show of force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's where you throw your dick on the table real quick without dropping any bombs uh, to try and de-escalate a situation because that's what was happening is we had a, a you know the the Jay Shalmati militia was coming out to try and steal the uh, Iraqi army general like they were they were starting to mass up and surround his little area and they were calling they were the Iraqi army people saying put your guns down you don't want this fight because there's a lot of us yeah, uh, we're taking that general, and that's when I was like, "Well, check out these jets." <laughs> and then what was the final result? Oh, they they, they left. They bounced. Like, off oh yeah. That? Once yeah. those jets came screaming down there, they were like, "Yeah, we're not playing this game today." That's funny. 
That's funny. Um, but uh, back to Kaepernick real quick. I felt awful for his parents watching that interview this morning. Um, I know that that's got to be so embarrassing. God damn it, dude. That you're just like you, you your head is in your hand as you're just You adopted a kid. You already yeah. cuz I didn't know he, he, he had a big he, family he got already. To the NFL. Yeah. And he it, I didn't know that they it was a huge family. So it's not like you didn't ha- you, you couldn't have kids or whatever and then you had to adopt or something like that. Like they already had a full family. I mean, you were clearly trying to help someone out and yeah. then they did his entire fucking life. And they gave him a great life because his parents didn't want him. His real parents didn't fucking want him. Dropped him off in a basket at a fucking firehouse. And, uh, Is that what they did? That's true. Is that what they did? That's true. But no. No. then he comes out years later and was just like, yeah, my parents were fucking racist. Like, God damn, dude. It just sucks to see. Yeah, his uh, money. He wants his dad. Another was, deal. He's got money. His dad was black. His mom was white. Dad left mom. She's 19. Um, and they, the new parents adopted him when he was five weeks old i believe okay what happened to the mom uh she just couldn't handle it yeah she was just like i'm out i guess yeah but it's like you can imagine the conversation when you already have multiple kids you're like hey i think we want to let's have another kid and then wife or dad is like well why don't we adopt a kid yeah it sounds pretty racist right yeah like you live in milwaukee which uh the north side of milwaukee can be tough so you're like well why don't we grab one of these kids gonna have a hard time his life and make his life better you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it's, you know, and then again, he has a great This is just the, the I, what I said before. It's just the constant nonsense between parents and children. And it's getting, it's just getting worse now. It's fucking, peop, that's, that's your identity now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Used, your identity, sucks, your, your identity used to be, um, oh, yeah, he's a tough guy. He's had a hard time, but he's fucking really getting, at, getting after it now. He's very, very successful. Mm-hmm. Now your identity is like, oh, he's got a hard time. Like, oh, Oh, really? Terry Aww, Shibo had a time. That's Shibo. Yeah, that's, that's Terry Shibo on that. I don't side. know where that came from. We found it in an old box. <laughs> well, we did a, a huge Shivo thing on the show. Remember well, that? He, he and, and I did a huge Shivo thing in yeah. 2008. Right. And then we talked about it on the show, and then a listener sent that in. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so, hilarious. That's I just noticed it. Yeah, you're welcome. That's been there for a while. Um, this Silicon Valley Bank story, uh, I think we'll get to on, on uh, Monday on the mm. fake news. Everybody's DMing me about it right now. Um, it, it's kind of just ongoing as we speak, so I don't know much about it right now. What's the quick gist of this? Are you talking about the, uh, what is it? It starts with an E? Uh, it's S, SBV, Silicon Valley. Bank. Or SVB, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I'm not sure. It says it's a lender to some of the biggest names in the technology world on Friday became the largest bank to fail since the 2008 financial crisis. Um, it's a developing oh, story. Yeah, I'm not sure. Just trying well, to figure it out. I think there must have been some kind of liquidity crisis because um, something happened, and then people there was a run on the bank, and then they failed. Right? That's it's like Mr. Smith goes to Washington, or not not that one. What's the other one? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the but, one where he's a fucking angel or whatever. That old fucking dude. It's Celsius. a wonderful life. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful life. life. Yeah, Celsius. That's what I was thinking. Your money's not here. Your money's in, in Steve's house. Yeah. Come on. I love when an accidental Jimmy Stewart reference comes up because <laughs> I'm waiting for it and I love it. Know that I love it every time and I've never gotten it. sick of it. Appreciate I've never it. gotten sick of it. Um, but the clip that everybody keeps DMing me is Kramer last month, Jim Kramer on uh, uh, CNBC, yeah. telling everybody to buy this thing. Oh, yeah. and he's now he's wrong bankers. about everything. Holy shit. He was crying three or four months ago over another stock that, oh, Facebook. 
Facebook was the one that he went all in on, and uh, and then it cratered, and then he was crying on air. This is going to be worse. So. I, someone showed this was like a year ago. I mean, this has been a meme forever that he is the exact like he doesn't know shit. But someone actually did the numbers. I think like a year ago, six months ago. Yep. And like on if you just faded Kramer. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what Dan Crenshaw is doing, dude. And you like legitimately like they were like you'd be up <clears throat> above what like the average. Uh, <laughs> it's like a congressman. So you do the right? op- opposite of yeah, what you he's just telling fade you to do. Kramer, yeah. and you would be beating the average hedge fund if you yeah. fade Kramer. Uh, that's this is hilarious. A, this is a real problem, though. I mean, they managed um, a little over two hundred billion in assets, which, as banks go, that's that's. <laughs> that's like medium size, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. when you talk about investment uh, banks, especially like BlackRock is quite a bit larger than that. Yes. Uh, yeah. But um, I think uh, they managed 12 or $13 trillion in assets if, to, for comparison's sake. But Yeah, Wells Fargo has one, oh man, $18 trillion. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like a friendly bank with a wagon. <laughs> that's but this one is, this is soft trillions. money that's tied up in a lot of companies, mm-hmm. a lot of companies who are using it for throughputs for investments and stuff like that in Silicon Valley. And um, yeah, right now, what, what I'm reading here is that the FDIC is working uh, right now to see how much, how many of the accounts are over the insurance limit. So FDIC insures your money up to $250,000. I was going to say, usually it's a quarter million. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. that much money. No. Like there, I, I, would, I struggle to believe that anybody has less than that in that bank. Right? Oh, yeah. Because who would use a bank like that without having that kind of capital? No. Uh, so this, uh, this, is, this, could be, this could be the start of the depression, right? This could lead to it. Like there's... there's a lot of people are predicting a stock market crash sometime in the next 60 to 90 days. Well, I think, and, and again, this is happening uh, as we speak here, so we'll, we'll cover it more on Monday, but uh, uh, I believe the market is down a fuck ton today. So, yeah. Um, it wasn't looking good. Yeah, because what is it, um, 4 o'clock here? It's down a full percent today. Oh, 345. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And it's this down four and a half percent over the last week, and it's down six point eight percent over the last month. So, and when the the great. Fed's going to raise rates here, and in, yeah. in a week or but so, here's the like, this so is not going to be great. Another jobs report came out today, yep. and it's like, oh, most jobs ever. And this is the propaganda machine. This is what this is. This All you got to do is say shit now. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't this, have to be real. It, but the 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 problem with that is that. Watch anything come out of Jean Pierre's mouth. Yeah, yeah, she's oh, the goddamn worst. She's, but the problem is that the the issue doesn't get solved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you got cancer. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck that. I don't got cancer. Right. Oh, well, you're you dying, bitch. Do. So yeah. good yeah. luck. I mean, yeah. we're and and I I think a stock market crash is coming pretty soon. I do too. I just don't know when. Um, what would a crash entail? Like, what would it have to get down to? Well, I would say, what is it at? Thirty two right now. Basically, yeah, thirty-one nine. I would say uh, twenty-seven or twenty-six thousand would probably, and that would mean that everything's crashed. Well, you're looking at I, I would say twenty percent. So yeah, you can knock off six thousand out of that. That's probably where where it is. I mean, that would be pretty massive. Um, housing on the other side of this, interest rates are so high that the housing market is down what fourteen consecutive months now at this point. So so on Black Monday, um, 
which is the beginning of the yeah. Wall Street crash of 1929, it was a 12.8% drop in one day. Okay, so yeah. And, uh, and overall, it fell 23%. So probably somewhere in that range, probably 10% crash in one day would, would do it. Would do it, yeah. what here's what happens. We're, we're already experiencing record inflation. It makes paper money worth even less immediately for mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which is problematic for anybody that has money floating around, especially. If you've got your money, it sucks, but you can fucking wait it out sometimes. But if your money's floating around places, now that order for 400,000 fucking aluminum cans we just put in, for yeah. example, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they call us back and we're like, hey, we can't do it for that price. So our money's just out there now. Right, right, and it's right. It's losing value by the second. And and that's true for people who are renters because you have to deal with landlords whose property values are starting to get fucked with. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it, it permeates through your entire fucking uh, uh, economy. Absolutely. Uh, luckily, we have that price locked in, so we're good. Yeah. Uh, well, it's locked in this morning. But the, uh, you know, in 29, it, the total loss was somewhere where like 90%, right? Yeah, Before, it, it was bad. Once it bottomed out, I think at thirty-two. Yep, it was it was ninety percent loss. Yep. Um, interesting to see if that happens again. There's so many foreign companies and 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 countries that are invested in our stock market. It mm-hmm. would, you know, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Uh, interesting to to see. But uh, I got all your DMs uh, <laughs> that we chat about it today. As we know more about this story, as it keeps going on, we'll chat about it on Monday. Uh, now is the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week. And uh, again, if you're in the Austin area and want to pop by and be on the show and, and give out the drinking bro of the week, why don't you come on up, dude? Yeah. Oh, come on up. Evan. Oh, Evan. Another giant man in here. Look at you, dude. You want to swap out there real quick? We'll put Evan in there. Yeah, we'll put him on the mic, dude. Yeah, how's it going today? There I appreciate you guys having me in. I like how Jared doesn't get up, dude. He just makes him stand up there like Fetterman. <laughs> That's he makes right. you stand That's like right. Fetterman, dude. That's right. I like it, dude. Uh, tell everybody your name. Uh, Evan. Evan uh, Vasquez. Uh, live in Austin. Made the long trek of four miles away. Wow. So I may have been how the, was it? the you longest thirsty? drive here. You thirsty, fella? Oof. You know what? Uh I got a couple plans tonight, so I don't sure want to drink do. too many hard AFs. No, you, so were, ki- you were killing was, the hard AFs. I think you're, you said you were going to a rodeo yeah, tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to the rodeo tonight. So, uh, Hell yeah. That's the that most co- Texas shit I've ever yeah, heard. Well, uh, ro- what do you, rodeo here means you're going out to uh, lasso fat girls. No, he said he's got a girl, oh. so he's good. You, you got a lady? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a wife. I don't need to lasso any fat girls tonight. Maybe... Next weekend after yeah. she hears this, yeah, uh, just the second wife, you know, yeah, uh, you're good to go. <laughs> you're sure? Oh yeah, they go. say that the second wife is right better now. than the first wife, though, right? So yeah, you got time. I got time. I got time. So, uh, but how, yeah, how long have you been listening to the show? Uh, a little over two years now. So uh, really enjoyed the show so far. Appreciate it so yeah. far. So it, far, so, you know. <laughs> There's always time for change, you know? Yeah, 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 of course. People change and, and grow, so. Have we don't grow. Back? We don't grow, dude. You know. You've gone deep. Have deep. you gone deep I in went the catalog? Deep. I went deep. And I got to say, Dan, after you came on the show, I really enjoyed it more. So. Yeah. It's not yeah, a knock on you guys. Not you. a knock on you guys, but. Not at all. I, wow. I love his dry out, humor. Dude. His dry humor. You're just over here kind of like fucking off sometimes. And he's like, <laughs> dude, get it the fuck together, you know? So. <laughs> I, I love the honesty. A year of begging him. Yeah, I had to drag. Yeah, I, love, I, I was not into it. I first. love the honesty. Is that true? He hated yeah. it. I didn't know that. He hated it. I don't like the attention. That's true. You know? Well, that I know. That I know. Obviously, <laughs> uh, even booking. We were booking uh, uh, things for the. We just signed the deal with the Florida Marlins, the Miami Marlins down there for Major League Baseball. We're going down there. Yeah, but uh, I was like, hey. 
thinking about getting an Airbnb, and his first response was, I'd prefer my own hotel room. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, man. I mean, we got like 10 I can't blame him. people going and all this shit. So. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, you know the rules. Who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week? Uh, so? I give it to my wife. She, uh, she puts up with my bullshit. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we moved down here. Does uh, she watch the show? No. Fuck oh, no. Yeah, no. She hates Don't the show. Her. Don't let her. She's like, why are you guys listening to this? Or why, why do you, not you guys, why do I listen yeah, to it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. I have good taste. I ask myself the same question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, she let me. Uh, we moved down here chasing a dream. Dream didn't come true, but it, it, uh, it turned into something else. Uh, run my own small company. I've got a couple trucks. Um, all this construction right here, going all the cement. I haul cement. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, look, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like in business and life, you have to pivot. Mm-hmm. Nothing is ever going to be what you think it is, and if you're not prepared for that, then you're kind of fucked. Yeah. So. Uh, would you say it's better or worse what you're doing now? Uh, it's a hundred times be- better. Uh, I was I came down here to be a state trooper. I made it all the way to the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a drinking bro, so maybe that's why I didn't get the job. You think I, so? I, you know, they might it's be like Texas, kind of a right? piece of shit, man. You drink a little bit too much. You know, you like to fuck around a little bit too much. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that was the reason why or not, but um, made it to the end. It didn't work out. Uh, thought I was going to go to college, and then I uh, had a, a couple buddies who were like, "Man, we're we're buying trucks." Because I've got my CDL, I've been driving almost ten years. Yeah, and uh, and it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. It was it's it was a tough year last year, uh, and then it, it, it's been working out better this. Well, twenty twenty one was a tough year. Twenty twenty two was a really good year. So that's we're, great. We're growing. So. So. Well, well, thank you for your support. Yeah, Thanks for coming down today. Me. Have fun at the rodeo yes, tonight. Sir. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, dude, you're married, so cool. you don't have to rope any fat ones tonight. Not, not tonight. Maybe next week. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to. Cool. Thanks, Thanks for being here. Hey, stay on, and I'll, I'll give the outro from here in the wide. Uh, go to iTunes, rate the show a five star, and leave a quick review. It's all the advertisers give a shit about. I'm tired of saying, just get over 10,000. I don't really care after that. Spotify, same thing, just a five star, and then you can walk away. Uh, Ohio State is about to win here on a Friday, so I'm going to be drinking uh, a lot after this goddamn show. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, Jared Cat Puke Taylor, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros France Press. Good night, everyone. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.